Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, thanks for hanging out with us. As always, uh, here at the Laurie Julia Show, we love to bring you wonderful books and great authors. And we have best-selling author uh, Camille Pagan with us. And her latest book, Woman Last Seen in Her 30s, is absolutely terrific. Thanks for being with us, Camille. Thanks so much for having me. Thrilled to be here. Oh. Hi, Camille. What a great book. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. It, 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 you know what? It made us laugh and it made us cry and it felt very, very real. Uh, Julie and I are ladies of a certain age. You know, yes. we've probably passed into what the invisible age is, although different people realize it at different times. That's and right. I remember when I had my, uh, I, I was at Nordstrom and this would be maybe 10 years ago mm-hmm. and I didn't have makeup on and I used to be able to like go out without makeup makeup and oh. I walked by myself in a mirror and I'm like who the hell is that I didn't even recognize myself Camille and I was like whoa oh, so, funny. So, so this book um you know women um last seen at the age th- Lori what's the title woman I, last seen in her the, 30s please describe the setup of the story for us so this is a story about Maggie Harris who has a safe secure life and that life falls apart uh, very suddenly when her husband is almost 30 years announces that he wants to leave her. And although that's terrible, it kind of leads to a deeper problem, which is that Maggie has become invisible, maybe to the world, but most definitely to herself mm-hmm. and the people closest to her in life. And so what follows is, uh, as you said, sad but funny yes. uh, um, and ultimately uplifting journey of finding herself again at this you know, second act in life. It, it, and, and, you it, know, this the genesis of this book was something that actually happened to you. Was it? That's right. That's right. Yeah, I was grocery shopping and a college-age man bumped into me and then went on his merry way and he didn't apologize and I realized that he had just looked right through me. Yeah. And I thought um, something my grandmother had said to me years ago came back to me and that was that it's better to be an old woman than a woman in the middle <laughs> because people will stop paying attention to you for a while. Yeah. And um, and so from that incident, the entire idea for this book was born. Well, that it's, is that is interesting. And also, though, it's a common story, and it can mm-hmm. work both ways, but we see it more often happen with, 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 the, with the guy, yeah, in, a, in a, the, a straight relationship that the man has a midlife crisis, mm-hmm. decides that if he gets a younger woman, his wiener will work better, and... <laughs> 
it's subconscious. You know, and, yeah. and or whatever, but I mean, it's a subconscious thing. It's a real hormonal thing. Sometimes women will break up with somebody in a, mm-hmm. in a perimenopausal rage. And my dad always says, people need to wait for their hormones to settle down before they make breakup decisions because that really is kind of what is going on with her husband. And she never dreamt yeah. that would be the thing to happen. That's yeah, a common it's a experience. Stage. Yeah, it's a tender stage in life. I mean, we pay so much attention to puberty and, you know, becoming a, a young adult and all these other things. But I think that that transition is hard on a lot of people, men and women. And nobody and, talks about it, the hormonal no. thing that happens to people, men and women in their, for most people, it's like late 40s mm-hmm. is the typical, but it, depending on family. And people don't talk about that second not adolescence, but it is a huge hormone um, crash, and then things change in your skin and all that stuff. And but your mm-hmm. your Maggie is um, she's a girl after our own heart. We could really relate to her. <laughs> yeah, just who she is. Uh, worrying about her life, her children, and not worrying about her. You know, right. really thinking about her relationship as as much. Yeah, I I really loved writing Maggie. She's probably my favorite character that I've ever written. And I also, just as a reader, not even a writer, I wanted to read a book about a woman who is not in her 20s. I just felt like I was coming across so many books like that. And I Mm -hmm. thought, well, maybe I'll write a different one. And Maggie is so many things that we can recognize in ourselves. She's a caregiver. She's um, really funny and wry and, and just makes things happen. But all of that comes with a heavy dose of anxiety because you're worrying about everyone but yourself. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I kind of notice. so I got divorced recently, and mm-hmm. um, I'm in my 50s, and I could see a part of me in this, you know, mm-hmm. how you talk about when you get divorced and you're looking back. And, and one of my hardest things, and still is kind of a challenge, is to figure out who I am now as a single person mm-hmm. and what are my yeah. hobbies. And right. what do I like to do outside of being a parent or being a wife or not that I was good at any of that, obviously, but I mean, you <laughs> I know, <doubt> that. <laughs> but you know, you start to wonder who, what do I even like to do? So right, because it's so easy to grow yourself around another person. And so your interests shift in a way that reflects your partner. And then without them, it's like, who am I? It's really oh. weird. And I, and I do vividly remember a woman that came on our show. We've been on the air for quite a while at the very early years talking about the first time when she became invisible. She was a very oh. beautiful woman and the first time someone looked through her. And yeah. that experience, that is an eye-opener. And it's one mm-hmm. of those things like, wow, that's how that feels. Yeah. Yeah. So it's so relatable. But she finds herself again Mm -hmm. and she sees herself. And the journey you take us on as the writer is really good. I'm curious about this. is um, This is uh, towards the end of your book. And I'm just wondering if this was shared to you by someone. And I quote, I once read the recipe for a good life had but three ingredients. Something to do, someone to love, and something to look forward to. And that's such good advice. did, Did someone give you that advice? I read that somewhere years ago, and when I looked it up, I couldn't find it. Okay, <laughs> like, but it's, did I did I make that up in my head? But it it really is. Um, it's good advice. It is something to do, someone to love, and something to look forward mm-hmm. to. I just I love that, and I I also a, a sidebar of your story about Maggie is the continual influence of your mother on your life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's true for most of us uh, that. 
those voices, you know, what your mother tells you, and maybe even your grandmother, the women in your life, they shape your opinions and your choices, sometimes in a good way and sometimes in a bad way. Mm -hmm. Maggie's mother had the same anxiety problem and really cautioned her to take the safe route in life. But she was a wonderful mother, too. So Yeah. So if you're just joining us, we're talking with Camille um, Pagan. Pagan, Uh, And mm -hmm. it's Woman Last Seen in Her 30s. It's a wonderful book. I'm curious, you know, you've been out on your book um, tour Camille, what what are women coming up and saying to you? Because one of the the big aha things that I think is happening everywhere right now is women are really starting a lot of new things at 50. They're starting new Mm -hmm. businesses. They're starting, you know, new different things and new challenges. And it's kind of like a revitalization of women. It's the most fun years. No, Mm -hmm. you can't believe that that's going to be true, but it is. I think it's so exciting. You know, so many of my colleagues, and friends of mine are in their 50s right now. And, you know, as I was writing this book, at first I was noticing negative things happening. You know, women being ignored at the gym, yeah. being ignored at the grocery store. But I also work as a journalist, and I know that if you only look for one thing, that's what you'll see. Yeah. And so I started looking around more broadly and realized there were all these women right in front of me doing amazing things. And those are the role models that you want to look to. I really think times have changed very quickly over the past couple decades, and, you know, you don't have any limits anymore, which is thrilling. Yeah. Do you you find that it's happening, as a journalist, do you find that it's happening more for women than it is for men? I do. I do. I do speak with more women than men, but I interview a good number of men, too. And women, I think it's like we just saw the sky, you know, we... (laughs) Right. It's like, We're not held back anymore. It's a mm-hmm. really wonderful time for us, even though it, it has its challenges. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, we're curious. Um, the book that made you famous, we haven't read, but we are intrigued. And we just want to know what it's about. <laughs> Life and other near-death experiences. Is that uh, an essay book? No. no it's, 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 it's a fiction book. It's okay. about a woman who is diagnosed with a... Um, a terrible form of cancer, a rare cancer, and she goes home to tell her husband, and he misunderstands her distress and reveals to her that he is gay. And so she reacts very strongly. She lost her own mother to cancer yeah, and runs away to Vieques, which is an island in Puerto Rico where her mother um, found peace. Okay, we are so reading that book now, Camille. We gotta read. We like (laughs) your covers, and we we feel just terrible that we haven't read any of your books. When you're like people love your story, so (laughs) I'm glad we discovered you now. Okay, so we have a question, um, Camille, that we ask all of our authors: What is the (laughs) last great book that you read? Oh my goodness, I have a great one for you. Madeline Miller's Circe. I finished it last night. And it is a retelling of the Greek mythology tale of Circe, oh. who's a sorcerer witch who's exiled into an island. And it was just phenomenal. A page turner that was very beautifully written, too. So, is I that a new book? Do you yeah. think? Is that a new Brand book? Brand new. Oh, it is. Yep. Donnie? came out on Tuesday. Okay. Oh, Donnie, here's Lori. Donnie, get it. on it. Okay. You, Donnie's already on it. <laughs> yeah. He found you for us, Camille. Camille, do, oh. do you write Thanks, for. Donnie. Uh, do you write for um, just newspapers, magazines? Who do you? Where can we read you? Well, I write for magazines and a lot of online outlets. So WebMD, I do a lot of content for them. Health magazine. Okay. I do the occasional piece for Time. 
Um, I have a piece forthcoming in the New York Times, which I'm really excited about. What's that, that about? That is about um, health disparities uh, for women, like why our doctors don't take us seriously, Yeah, essentially, and how to get them to listen. Well, even just in the whole hormone thing. I mean, look at how oh a guy, you know, the urology, the penises are the health of the penis is everything. <laughs> No, but Camille, it's true. Try and get a doctor to like get, help a woman with her hormones, and it's like blank looks. Oh, I know. Go to menopause.org. I write about this a lot. You do? And they have a wonderful um, physician search section. Okay. Because very few physicians are trained in hormones for yes. women, like how to handle them. But they will point you to someone who is specialized in that. Oh, that's so good because uh, there's yeah. a lot of people, ladies who suffer that don't yeah. need to. Yes, Camille, I totally agree. I hope that woman in her last scene in her thirties is optioned by someone in Hollywood. I mean, this would be, and that a fifty-three-year-old plays it. Okay, fine. Let Sharon Stone play it. <laughs> I won't complain. Lori from keeps, your lips to God's ears. Lori's <laughs> trying to get Sharon Stone good acting parts I for years. I, I just am always on the lookout for a role for her, and I think she'd be great as Maggie in Ann Arbor in Chicago. Would be beautiful places to film a movie. I agree. Uh, all right. Well, Camille, fingers <laughs> crossed, you. and we're going to read your other books, and thank you so much. Oh, thanks for your time, ladies. So great to chat with you. Okay, bye-bye. Um, again, the book, Women, Woman Last Seen in Her 30s. Maybe you've read uh, Camille Poggin, but really good. Really, really good. good. We've got a couple books to give away, 651-641-1071. And when we come back, Lorraine. Oh, we've got royal news. We do, and it's new today, we promise.